Hello and welcome to the podcast, We Are Selling. Today our topic is away from the typical listing and prospecting and vendor management and we're going to go into that world of video. Everybody wants to know what they should be doing, what they shouldn't be doing, so let's bring in an expert, Mr. Jonathan Creek. Jonathan, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Lee. Great to be here. Now, Jonathan, tell us about your world and where you were before now. Well, I've spent 20 years as an investigative TV reporter. Uh, that was a fantastic life. It gave me a life full of stories. And then about 10 years ago, I stopped doing that so I could investigate the world of viral videos. And my plan was to run a production company that only ever worked for companies like Red Bull and all the others. And I'd spend the rest of my life living in essentially a paid-for frat house, just having fun and doing silly things. But my research tripped me into the world of science and psychology and all these areas that I'd studied at university. And I just became fascinated with human behavior in the brain and how to create content that spreads. And uh, yeah, then I just met Leanne Pilkington and ended up training in real estate. Well, that makes you the uh, perfect guest for today's program. Our topic today is, before you post, is it ego or info? Jonathan, take us into what we're doing wrong here and what we should consider changing in our style. It is a great statement for starters because it does get you thinking and that's what people need to start doing out there if you're in any business, not just real estate. You have to understand where social media is now, how it's evolving, how quickly it's evolving, and also how quickly the audience is evolving on the other end of everything that we put out there. Now, originally when Facebook and YouTube and all these platforms came out, they didn't have a lot of content and the people on those platforms didn't have a lot of experience on those on those platforms. And so What happened is that you could get by or you could succeed purely using what I would describe as an advertising model. The person who put out the most content would win because they'd just be showing up more often. And what was inside the content didn't matter as much. It was just who is repeatedly showing up, top of mind, the old 1980s advertising model of rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and you'll win them over. But the world's changed, Lee. The world's changed, particularly over the COVID break. People were on their phones a lot more. They were consuming a lot more content. They were really dialed into it. And it's become a world where you have to share valuable information. You have to actually give them something in return or their brains check out and say, you know what? This isn't worth the investment of my time. I have to be getting something back out of the time that I'm investing in consuming this content. Now, what we see with real estate agents a lot is that there's this romantic notion of locking in and being like the real estate agents they see in movies and TV, the slick, transactional, fast-breaking, fast-moving agents that just get deals done and they move and move and move and move. What we're seeing at the moment, particularly with the shift in the market, things are a bit tougher, you agree? Definitely. And that space in the marketplaces, got agents doing videos that really have me worried. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And because the market's tougher, what we've got is we've got an audience out there, people who I like to to describe as the half-step-away market. So you've got people there who are really under pressure to have to make a decision in real estate. Now, whether that's uh, downsizing or extending a family home, moving out of an area where they've lived before because they can't afford it anymore, 
What they're actually really after is information. They're looking for the agents who aren't going to tell them what to do. They're looking for the agents who can give them all the information they need so that they can confidently make the decision themselves. And we're not seeing enough of it. Give me an example. Well, a great example is people who are always just posting house tour videos. So, you know, I say it all the time. You've got a real estate agent. doesn't matter if they're male or female, but their videos are exactly the same every time. They turn up to a house, 123 Wombat Drive in Possumville. They hop out of their European car. They move to the front door, sort of like they're on a magic carpet, and they say, welcome to 123 Wombat Drive, a four-bedroom home, beautiful two-story entertainer, open-plan living with a swimming pool. This is the perfect house for you, and, you know, with a price guide of this, this, and this. The chances of that video landing in a Facebook feed, if you actually understand how the feeds and, and the algorithms of these platforms work, the chances of that video landing in the Facebook feed of someone wanting to buy that house at that price at that time is about as good as you and me hitting a golf ball to the moon. It's just not going to happen. That's your second, it should be your second layer content. So what the agents need to be doing is building relationships and trust with the audience and then that works as a filter to work out who's in the buying cycle right now. Then you can send them videos to the homes that you think best suit their needs and you're going to convert a lot higher. So interesting that there is a science behind it, and I know that's a topic we've got coming up in the future. But when I look at the videos being posted today, what's your view when someone is saying, it got $100,000 over reserve, and that signal that penetrates the marketplace, how does the buyer feel? What's your view on that? Well, videos and content is all about how do you leave people feeling, and when you make that, sort of post it doesn't even have to be video lee you know a lot of them's the sold sticker on the board out the front of the house right i did a great job look how ace i am i got two hundred and fifty thousand above reserve now the buyer you know they're going to be sitting there saying well did i pay too much for this house now they're probably not always going to blame the agent particularly if it goes to an auction then it's an open transparent process and you can sort of get an indication of how many other people were prepared to pay the same as you. So they could probably feel a little bit sick in the guts, I suppose, but if it's transparent and auction, then yeah, the agent sort of deflects that a little bit, and it's the market is always the market. The agents have really got to think about what is that, what is, what's the value in that? Like what's the point in telling people, look how ace I am? Wouldn't you be better off winning them over with, let me see how much I can help you? Let me guide you to the right decision that best suits your needs at the moment. I'm an expert in these types of transactions because I've been a real estate agent for two, three, 10, 20 years. I've seen this a 100 times. I can help you and give you insights that you're not even thinking about at the moment. Surely that type of content, and we see it all the time. It's not even surely. That type of content works way better. Jonathan, we're hitting our topic really well here. And I did want to address that one where people are spruiking about the result, which is really an agent goal. The consumer doesn't look at that and think, great news uh, that that all happened. I think there's a difference between transactional agents and transformational agents. When that property sold, the vendor gets to move on with their property goals. The buyers landed the property where they want to live, and that transformation the purchasing of property has happened. And the reporting of that, and, and let's give that um, some context, 
an agent on video is reporting about things on the market. And if it's going to be info, should you move or should you renovate? Uh, the power of a makeover in a property. These things lead to an interest. What's a sequence of videos that agents should consider doing? Well, I don't think there's a set sequence because the internet's such a moving beast. So I think what we need to understand, Lee, is that we and you and I can both be following the same agent on Instagram. But your experience and my experience with the content they put out can be very different in a different order. So you can get that agent and they can post 10 times on Instagram in a day, but the best you or I will ever get is three of their posts. And we won't necessarily get the same three. So this is where I think it confuses agents is that they like that linear transactional pattern because that's what real estate does. You find a lead, you go to an appraisal, you secure it, you market the property, you sell it, then you report the result. They like that linear process. Social media doesn't follow those rules anymore. Original old social media, 2010 or prior, used to. But the algorithms and the AI and the algorithms now personalize it in so many different orders it's it's really tricky but there are key videos that agents still need to deliver and still need to produce and you know the ones of standing in front of the boards or talking about a recent sale there's still a place for them I mean if you do them right there's still a great testimonial of your ability to get to the market and get a desirable result for your clients there's no doubt about that there's still space for that my argument is, and the data that I've got and the research I've been doing over 10 years, it's not your top level of your funnel. It's not how you approach the market. It's how, you know, it's how you use those videos underneath that initial connection and building of a relationship. The way that I would use them, the way that I used to work a lot in online marketing where we, you know, we'd, we'd play around with changing the colors of headlines, you know, slightly tweaking words, and we'd be looking at, you know, whether we're converting at 0.6 of a percent better than what we were prior. Like, it's a real science to it. And so with these agents and with, and with video, they just need to get the people in first and form that relationship and then use their brains and their smarts and their experience to then feed that client the information they need at that moment to get the best relationship or connection. So you can get the business and get the business done. Now, the Novaks have been a, an international interest and they reached their thousandth show the other morning and I, I saw you were on there. Yeah. Give us your view on Mark and Lisa. They, they've been an amazing social media experiment in my view, but what do you feel they've done really well? They've done the work, Lee. They've literally done the work. And, you know, I sit there and I've, I've been lucky enough to work with the Novaks and, and guide them, but at the end of the day, they've done the work. They take the gold medal, they take the prize. And there is a lot of focus on Lisa and she's excellent. She, you know, she'll put in four or five hours a day on social media content. But at the end of the day, she's selling 90% of her properties on Facebook. So if you're getting that sort of conversion, it's a great thing to do. But what the Novaks done and Mark's really clever is that yeah, I remember talking to him and Lisa and the team were going out and they were making videos about the area and they really just became the tour guides and the news reporters for DY and the Northern Beaches. And what the way that that works is that once they start becoming the ones who are talking about real estate the most in that patch, whenever anyone is having a private conversation over a coffee or whatever and they start talking about real estate, Facebook's listening. These platforms are listening and they're saying, what are these people talking about? How can we draw them into our platform and keep them there for longer so we can serve them more ads? 
Well, these people are talking about real estate in DY or the Northern Beaches. Who's creating content about DY and the Northern Beaches? Oh, it's the Novaks. Let's go serve them, their content to those people. Even if they're not following them, they get the content. That was the best thing they did. And they also moved with the market. They moved with the platforms. Originally, if you go back and watch, it was really colourful and entertaining house tour videos. But they they spruiked it out. They turned their business into a media company. Mark started coming up with shows. They've got the Monday Night News show. They've got the Morning Minutes that I hosted uh, the other day that just hit a 1,000 episodes. 1,000 episodes of anything is significant. Like so significant, like it's it's um it's almost unheard of in an industry outside a media industry. One thousand episodes, and they only missed three days. There are agents out there who struggle to post one video a week. These guys have just dropped a thousand episodes in a row, missed three. It's it's just the work. They connect with the audience. They use it as a way of being present, being the ones who can provide the information. Very, you know, they do still have the posts that are driven by ego. You know, they had the property that they sold in Manly for $21.5 million. But the story behind that was even better because it's an out-of-market property. They don't even have an office in Manly. The way that they got that property was through someone seeing Lisa, the wife of the owner seeing Lisa on social media and becoming connected to her for six to eight months prior. So when the decision came to sell, she was top and front of mind. She'd done the work. They're playing the long game, and at the point where they're at at the moment, it's going to be really hard for anyone to catch them in that territory. And you're so right. The DY marketplace is very different to the, the Manly marketplace, and I think the Manly agents would have been a little bit like, what are the DY agents doing here? This is a totally – you may as well be in New York. It's totally different, but that result was a landmark result for the area but also a great highlight of Lisa's career that nothing will stop her. She is, she'll super glue herself to the property. She defends the owner. And I think I love that about her most, that when we talk about protecting the asset, which is our job as an agent, Lisa takes the client's goals, their personality, their life very personally, and she is there to serve. So it's not about the property. It's about the relationship, and she's built that relationship through social. It's very human to human, what they do, incredibly human to human. And I'm glad you mentioned those Manly agents. There must be some lifelong generational real estate agents in Manly that were just sitting there scratching their head that day. But even the way that they broadcast the auction, so, you know, they almost broadcast that auction day like the block. We had, you know, multiple agents with multiple live streams from all around, you know, reporting on the street being blocked down with the coffee shop. They brought people into the experience. They brought people into the world of real estate, which we know, the two of us, people are fascinated with real estate. But they brought it in, and some people could have said, well, you know, that was a bit of an ego play. And then they had the banner on the balcony saying, just sold by Novak. And that probably was, and you could probably sit there and say that was a little bit of ego right there. Well, that was ego-driven. But they had so many credits in the bank for being human and caring about the client and the outcome and caring about the people who were showing up that they had those credits to be able to play a little bit of ego. I think what we're talking about here is the guys and girls who lead with ego and never give anything else. And I encourage them today 
if they're listening to this, just take a moment to sit back and think. Think about your content. You know, think about, as you say, your ego or info before you post. Just think about how can you change what you're talking about to something of value, something that serves and you know, not necessarily drives a sale or a phone call. When you talk about Lisa and over getting five or six appraisals today, I helped her make a video um, many months ago around the time she was at AREC, probably a year ago now, she got 24 appraisals off one video within 24 hours. Now, the problem with that is she can't do them all. So then we have to come up with systems that then manage all that traffic. So, you know, doing videos right can bring your business a lot of business. It really can. Jonathan Creek, great information, and I think we're going to have to have you back in the future. There's definitely a science to this, but thanks for joining us on the podcast. We are selling. Thank you.